0: welcome to three gnomes in a trench coat and bobby this is the dl gaming podcast and i'm bobby i'm john
1: And I'm in motherfucking Iowa, and I just found out that that is not also Ohio. It's two different places, and they're not even close to each other. Completely different. Didn't know. Didn't know. One (laughs) grows potatoes, and the other one grows corn. I don't know which i haven't got that deep into it, but I know that's the (laughs) distinction.
2: Wow. So if you haven't noticed already, we are doing this remotely. Emilio and John joining us from Iowa— Christian, who did the intro but didn't introduce himself, that's going to be confusing, Uh, of course, in Canada, and me in Sweet Home San Diego. Uh, This is going to be an interesting episode. We tried, we're we're testing out some new software, but we didn't use it on this one, could not get it working, so we're back on Discord. Hopefully the audio quality is not too terrible. But that's okay. So how's Iowa been?
1: Uh, It's been good. Good. So, hanging out with John anywhere, even when he comes to my hometown, like, he just knows where to go, you know? I do in my the, research. Yeah, he does a lot of research for food. Big foodie. So, obviously, every meal I've had has been spectacular. Uh, Io itself is very flat, uh, but pretty in its own way. Uh, in the way that, like, a flower is pretty in the desert because there's like one thing that's nice like like that's how i always you'll be like that's a, that's a very vintage tractor mm-hmm. um no and the people are really nice and yeah it's great uh, but although i've spent of the last three days probably 60 percent of it in this basement and i wouldn't have had it any other way like we spent what do we think? Seven hours gaming yesterday? Over eight, over eight, over eight, yeah, yeah. eight nine,
0: yeah. What, what you know, is the, uh, what's the what's the T T H J over there in Iowa? Time to, Time to hand job, hand job. Yeah, you got it.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, right away. Yeah, right away. Well, I mean,
3: I picked you up at the airport. Yeah, and then, yeah, and then there you go. Thirty seconds. Yeah.
1: That's nice. so funny because today uh, we went <laughs> to yeah we went to uh, a brunch and the brunch had tortillas. It was the first thing, and then uh, I said, "Oh, the TTT here is great." He goes, "Yeah, what's that? Is a time to tacos?" It's like <laughs> under thirty seconds. We knocked it out of the park. <laughs> so, yeah. should we talk about some video games?
2: We should. So, we don't have Nick or Amanda here today, but that's all right because you guys played a ton of video games and got a lot to talk about. Let's kick it off with On the Radar games that have come to our attention. Um, I'm just going to start it off with one particular game here that I came across. It's called I Am Your President. It's kind of a weird name, but it is a political simulator. I always look at these games and I'm like, I'm going to get really into one of these games one of these days, and I never do. Um, never really made it far with any of these political simulators, especially the ones where you like have to run for president. They always get very technical and very boring. Um, but this one looks like it might be kind of interesting. I don't know. The, the new thing that I noticed about this is you have it looks like social media accounts you have to manage um, and there's a lot of modern stuff. I, I always attributed this like my lack of interest in these games to be because politics were so boring. But I don't know, maybe they're more exciting now because of all the the modernizations. It kind of seemed like a weird game. So I was like, what's, what's the deal with this developer, President Studio? So I looked them up, and it's this Polish developer, and they've got a bunch of games in development, some really weird ones too. So Shipbuilder, and if you click on Shipbuilder, so they've got like all this crazy footage about ships and it looks like this really cool pirate game, but all you're doing is building the ship. You're going out into the woods, chopping down trees, getting lumber and, uh, building the ship. And then all the exciting footage of the, uh, adventure elsewhere, uh, does not happen for you. Um, but yeah, that could be cool. Uh, they've got another one called crime scene cleanup where you, uh, again, show up for the, uh, after the fact and, 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 not the exciting part of the game, but you show up after the murders happen happened and you just clean up the crime scene. Right. So...
1: Viscera, clean up
2: detail. Yeah, just like that game. It's been a while since we had one of those. But... Yeah. This is yeah.
1: your shit, isn't it? Isn't it? Like, this is kind of all the stuff you're more interested
2: in, it? <laughs> I don't know. I did play a lot of Viscera, crime, or Detail, climate. What was that? Viscera, crime clean scene... Detail. Detail, yeah. Uh, AKA known as Space Mexican. Mm-hmm.
1: They go in, it's a game about not the doom guy. It's the guy that goes and cleans up the hallways after the doom guy.
2: That's basically yeah, what that is. Pretty much. It's great if you have like ADD and you like, you have to have everything clean. It's the game for you, but yeah. yeah. So they're working on a bunch of these games, but I guess I am your president is coming out first, February 27th, which I think is Monday tomorrow. Yeah. So it'll be out by the time this episode airs. It's funny that, uh, you know, the polls have not the polls like
1: the, the voting polls. I mean, the Polish people think they have a grasp of the American uh, election system is m- enough to make a detailed game about it. You know what I mean? But I guess it's publicized throughout the whole world anyway, how it all works. So
2: Yeah, I'm sure they could figure it out. They made fake people look even faker in this game. <laughs> That's yeah, right. the, the characters are like cardboard cutouts. <laughs> it's, it's a little strange. Yep. Yeah. All I'm right. That's all I got. I can't see the show notes. Um, We got Kerbal Space Program 2. Yeah. Uh, So
1: that came out uh, in early access and is getting dumped on a little bit because uh, there is a lot. It's in mixed reviews, which sucks for me because it is uh, part of my uh, drafting uh, gaming league. Uh, But
0: I don't know if that... Does that apply to my score? uh, Or how does that work? Um, So you only get a score if it's... Reviewed by media and media typically only reviews a game on 1.0. So you'll only score if this comes out and maybe by that time it will be fixed.
1: Yeah. Good. Yeah. And it's all like bugs. Everybody said uh, all the reviews that I read on steam anyway, say the same thing. Sound design is great. Uh, The graphics look great. Um, The uh, quality of life improvements are great but it, they just need it to get it to work. And that sounds um, like that's something they can do by launch time, especially if they're controlling launch time. I don't know if they have a hard date. I don't think so. Um, also, uh, um, what else was I going to say? Is this something that you got? I mean, I know everybody, almost everybody I know that hasn't played this is intimidated by it because For sure. it's very te- uh, technical. But you know, it sells tons of copies. The other one's overwhelming. It for a long time it was the highest rated thing on Steam. It was like ninety seven percent. So, um where you guys are at with this? Well,
2: the first one was yeah it was a big deal i want to say that was when steam first started doing their green light program or some sort of early access I, I think it was early access had just started and it was kerbal space program it was a prison architect it was like these really cool they had a really good selection it really made the early access program look great um, and everybody loved kerbal space program now i personally played it very little i loaded it up i watched the tutorial Just a a tutorial that showed me how to get a ship into space, and that's about as far as I made it. I don't really have the patience for these kind of games to sit around and tinker with it forever, but I don't know, a lot of people seem to like it. So I personally don't have much interest in the second one.
3: Yeah. Did they add any kind of, does anybody know, accessibility just to make it a little more playable by your average Joe Blow?
1: Just the quality of live things, and then there's something called a Trip... A trip planner, where I think it's more step-by-step. Step. Like, this is the goal, and then you, it tells you what you need to do. And the other one, I think, was a little less, you know, no hold, holding of hands. But people like that. All that new stuff, it just doesn't work right now. And it doesn't work together. They said uh, it's not meshing well between the, two, the, the different uh, things that you can do in this game. Um, I thought, personally, that it was a weird choice to go early access with this. I like what do you unless you're just trying to find out exactly what all your bugs are, yeah, which seem to be glaring, um I don't know for this one, I feel like uh like a lot of the I read probably three or four that were really that down there, like I love these developers, I've spent three hundred hours, four hundred hours on this game and they they give me this, but it's early access. I don't know who's right. I thought it was a weird choice for them at this point. I feel like they had enough money uh, to wait and put out something more quality. Or just do a free weekend. That's how you do this. And you know how you have some sort of... I really like the free weekends that have a... uh, Before you log off, you have to, like, fill out a, a whole sheet of... survey. A survey of, like, what's going on with it. Those are the best, I think, but... Maybe yeah. they don't work. I don't know. I don't work at these places.
0: Co- Company of Heroes 3 has, like, the same thing. Like, a lot of fans expecting, like, top-tier quality on release. And they did a year of beta testing, which is basically early access, but they didn't release it on Steam. I feel like there's, like, a mismatch between marketing and, like... Because you're right, like, they're using this as a public bug test. But when you buy something in early access, that's not really what you think. Like, you expect it to still be fun. Right. And so people have these mismatched expectations where maybe if they meant like went a little bit more of a community angle, they wouldn't have that um, this horrible review score, which is going to be really hard to get out of, you know, how many people go back and update their reviews? Not many. So.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, uh, you have your early access review and then you have
0: your full review, which resets. Does it not? Uh, no, it doesn't reset. That's kind of what you're stuck with. So it's always a challenge for people. I don't think that's true, dude, because um,
2: yeah, I think it, Nick highlights- does it does reset. Yeah, it does reset, dude. It no, tells say, you, you missed oh, the joke, man. Said oh, I said uh, Nick told us it does reset. So oh, I'm gotcha. sure it, does. it doesn't. It doesn't.
0: It doesn't reset. This is the same product on Steam. Like, unfortunately, yeah,
2: yeah, it's tough to do. Well, they, they have the recent reviews. Like, yeah, they'll, recent do have that. that. I guess that's what I was
1: thinking of. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. but I could. I could have sworn that they're like everything's highlighted with early access review the early access ones but maybe so i'm not filter. maybe i just made up that whole thing in my mind it's got to be financial though right like what yeah. would be the other reason well playtesting costs you money and early access makes you money right So the media yeah. in on the room's like let's make more money you know <laughs> it, i don't think it i don't think it was favorable for them this time
2: yep Yeah. Yeah. So the, the early access reviews are marked, they're tagged, but I I believe they still stay after the game goes, uh, goes into full release. It's tough because for anybody, uh, on, on the end user side, it's, you're buying a game on steam. Like this one has a blue bar on and on the store page. And this one doesn't like, it's just, I don't know. It's still I think the expectations are higher when you do buy a game on Steam, even if it is early access. But if you happen to go through or do it a different way, it's the expectations are a little lower.
1: And I also, like, it depends. For me, it depends what who the studio is. If it's a couple guys in a garage, I fucking get it. If you've already had a massive game, then it changes things, I think.
2: Yeah. But... but... Both of these games, Company of Heroes and Kerbal Space Program, too, they're living up to expectations. And it's been a while since the first Kerbal Space Program, you know, a lot has changed since then. Even if the game were good, I, people have higher expectations in general these days, or different desires in games. These types of games were really popular when the first one came out. When was the first one out? Was that 2014, 2015? Maybe sooner? Um, But back then, people were really into these like games that just like were aimless. 2015 was the official release, but I feel like early access was even before that. Um, But it it was much more acceptable back then to have a game kind of like this. Nowadays, I think people like their games to be a little more pointed or maybe that's just me. Yeah, I don't know. All right. So is that it? I think that's it for On the Radar since we don't have Nick and Amanda here today. False. False. Nick is,
1: knock,
2: Nick is John. Ah, oh. okay.
3: Yeah, so I I did throw a couple games on there. Um one of the ones that Emilio brought to my attention that I guess
1: somebody posted in on the radar. Yeah, so on uh, Discord. They didn't recognize him, but uh, thank you for that and keep it up, man. That was a good one.
3: Yeah, for those of you that don't know on the Discord, uh you can reach that via dlggaming.net and uh On the Discord, we definitely take on-the-radar suggestions, and this was actually submitted by one of the folks. So Bleak Faith uh, was a game that someone submitted that comes out on March 10th. I actually don't know a ton about this, but it very, very, very much, to me, looks like a Souls-like. So third-person perspective, action, uh, very dark, kind of gloomy look to it, um, but looks extremely interesting. For me, it looks a lot like mortal shell which was a really successful kind of diet uh souls like that i played and really really enjoyed personally and we even talked about it here on the podcast uh, a while ago um and then saw this and thought for sure it's got to be something comparable to that not sure about any of the mechanics or um, any of that but it looks kind of dark scary uh, but super fun graphically
1: impressive and customization impressive as well uh the thing that stood out to me when we were watching the trailer this first trailer is like highly stylized you could barely see anything on the third trailer uh Christian you could see and if you skip like halfway through you'll see that there's like mega uh enemies like that thing right there right and he seems to be hiding from it in this like bleak city or whatever but later on at the very end of this video you'll see that he uh the player uh jumps on the back of it and climbs it and like is climbing towards its head, and it 's almost like a platformer where you get to this dragon and then you're climbing it and gonna, gonna kill it I guess, but so it reminded me of Shadow of Colossus, and we have not seen a lot of that uh, since Shadow of Colossus. Mm-hmm. I think there's been two games that tried, and I don't think they were very successful at it, but to mix that in even if it's one encounter i mean that that's you're almost you're almost uh making a the engine do something completely different than the regular thing to get this whole other action sequence in. I hope it works out for them. It looks like a smaller developer. I didn't do my research on that, but um, yeah, it's got its own cool little look to it. I like it. It looks post-apocalyptic, actually. It's uh, Because there's cities and towers, but he's using swords, so uh, something went pretty bad if that happens. Definitely not Iowa. Yeah, not,
3: not Iowa. Not gray and bleak. This time of year,
2: so that's coming uh, out March 10th, and that's Bleak Faith Forsaken.
1: We're coming back from the airport, and I was like, "John, is everything always gray <laughs> and brown? Is everything?" He goes, "Uh, yeah. I, I don't think you said something like I don't think it, there was a plan. But it's just the way things worked out."
3: <laughs> yeah, this time of year, it's definitely uh, pretty
1: dark and gloomy. But the buildings too are gray and brown. Yes, this all of them, everything. Yeah, at yeah. Least. Looks kind of dull and dreary. So when you see that desert flower, guys, that vintage tractor, it stands up. All right, what else we got?
3: Uh, so the other one that's on the radar actually I think comes out on the third, so end of this week, is Wulong uh, Fallen Destiny. I think I have that name right. So it's from the creators of Neo, which I was a big Neo fan. I actually uh, went through and played and beat Neo One. I have not uh, beat Neo Two, but have it on on two different platforms. But is that
1: the blindfolded girl? Uh, no. Oh, uh, I think, never
3: mind. Yeah, uh, you're probably thinking of uh, B Two was the name of the character. I can't remember yeah, yeah, the yeah. game. Um. But at any rate, so Wulong, I actually played this, Uh, they did a free weekend on PlayStation for a demo, and there is a demo available actually right now, we saw it on Steam. Uh, But they did a free weekend uh, demo like over a month ago, and it's it's a really interesting game, kind of Souls-like vibes, but there's no stamina to it. The very interesting part here, and I, I can't remember if it was you, Bobby, or Minnie that played Ninja Gaiden. I think that was Minnie that yeah, played yeah. the Ninja Gaidens, so, yeah. um, but uh, it's by Team Ninja, so the same developers that made the Ninja Gaidens. so think of this as like um, the spiritual successor, successor to Ninja Gaiden, but then also kind of the latest and greatest Souls-like elements in it. It is a really fun game, super fast-paced from the demo I played, a handful of bugs, uh, which I believe they're going to have, uh, I assume they're going to have all worked out, but Um, Just really really interesting a game that definitely uh, from a third-person perspective um, it's uh, a a Lot of fun to just you know go fast and work as fast as you can through enemies Um, No stamina, so just working through combos. Basically, it's very combo oriented Um, The other part of it too just to make sure everybody's aware is um, I believe this is Free and a part of Xbox Game Pass. So it will come out on Xbox Game Pass. So uh, for anybody that wants to give it a try, give it a whirl, uh they can do that there. And it's also uh multiplayer as well. So if, if you want to do a uh, a little ninja roleplay in the Wulong universe, uh happy to to dig into that with
1: anybody.
2: is hmm. uh, go ahead. Oh, go, go ahead. I'm sure you have uh, something to
1: say. some Wulong comes up a lot in when whenever like Chinese characters are are in, involved in anything He's like one of the first ones. I think it's kind of like their Superman or their Odin or Thor. It's just part of the mythology, and it's one of their char- coolest characters. And um, yeah, I always thought he was cool. I've I've looked up his powers. It's ridiculous. It's like <laughs> beyond Superman, I think, because he can basically just like make himself any size, any strength. His staff is in. Yeah, it's crazy.
3: Yeah, and this is all RPG. So you pick your character class, you do your character customization, all that fun stuff, and then you...
1: Oh, you're playing Ashton 1, aren't you? No,
3: no, No. you get to completely customize your character. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, I only played part of the demo, which went through one boss, and that was it. So um, didn't get very involved in the story. But the gameplay, and I'm not a person that played Ninja Gaiden... Um, seems,
1: from what I've read, very, very reminiscent of that. Very fast-paced, very combo-based. I may be biking up the wrong tree, man. I thought, okay, this is not the game that I thought it was. All right, go ahead, bye-bye.
2: bye-bye. Now, I was going to ask, is it Ninja Gaiden or Ninja Gaiden? I've always oh. said Ninja Gaiden, but I could be wrong here.
1: I don't know. I think it's wherever you
2: It could you're be
3: from. my Iowa slang.
2: <laughs> could be your yeah. Iowa yeah. slang. Here. Yeah, let's get a pronunciation <laughs> check here. I'm curious. All right, let's see. Ninja Gaiden. That is Gaiden. Yeah, I okay, yeah, and which is how I've always pronounced it. But you know, you, I, there's things that I've mispronounced my entire life, it, just because it's like something from a video game or something like a, an acronym in IT or something. And then I, I hear somebody say it, and I'm like, oh, that's how you pronounce it. Because <laughs> you, know you never, happened? you always read it, you never hear it.
1: You know what? Yeah, what ends up happening when you're an avid reader and you grow up in the ghetto ghetto. Where nobody ever says colonel or lieutenant, and it just never comes up. And then you fucking try to say it, and it's nowhere near what it sounds like. Like, yeah, it gets embarrassing real quick. What did I realize that I said something uh, wrong? You were telling me in the car. I try
3: to remember what I know. You told
2: the story about shrapnel, shrapnel, and shrap metal. No, I don't think that was me dude no you've told that story on the podcast (laughs) (laughs) you find it i'll give you a (laughs) dollar you can't pay me a dollar is not worth it to go through our old episodes man it was i swear back in 2014 or something if anyone wants to go back there and check emilio explains that he called shrapnel shrapnel uh all right right. let's move on on to highlights so yeah games that we have played and you guys got a lot so why don't you kick it off here with the right. last epoch
1: yeah that that's probably what would put the most time yeah, in. yeah yeah so last epoch's been around for a while it's an action rpg i believe oh boy i don't want to talk out of my ass is it in early access or not it had an open weekend for sure right yeah okay the game is in early access and it's been around for a while um burn division is actually a huge fan he has a couple hundred hours into it it's um an action RPG kind of um, you know Diablo esque game, uh, and there's different epochs you go to epochs whatever however you want to say it. Um, so you'll go to a dinosaur level, you'll go to a Roman area, you'll go to a. You're
3: going through different sequences in time.
1: In time, yeah. yeah. Instead of like, it might be, I don't know if it's the same patch of line or different, but yeah, it's different time places. But you don't get very much of that where we are we're playing. What they're doing is they're doing a uh, stress test for their multiplayer. So multiplayer is coming in uh, soon for people who have already purchased it. But they did a free weekend. This is what I'm talking about. Developers, listen up. You get a bunch of people. You get a bunch of feedback. Although there was no survey. you should probably, I played for four hours. I have a lot to say. Um, but about the game itself. So it is a lot like wolson and we compared it to wolson many times uh we were fans of wolson we played it all the way through yep um and despite it being buggy as hell wolson was very buggy not just with the multiplayer but just menus and ui and stuff every once in a while just weird shit would happen um this is a lot less buggy uh at least it's an early access Wilson was a full release when yeah, we played it, it and it was very buggy. Um it's not as flashy as Wilson. Wilson had the great graphics and um the cutscenes were really well done. Uh but not a lot of enemy diversity. And this has tons of yep. I can't believe it. I can't believe how many cool characters you just keep coming up with every area you go in it's a different time so they have different bad guys and even within the same areas and timeline you go to a different area within that timeline different bad guys i we must have saw a hundred yeah oh easily a hundred a yep. hundred different enemy types and not even close uh, to each other and what the only down, downside is that is like are these the ones that explode or are these <laughs> yeah. the ones because you can't really these look familiar. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and what, if you don't know what Wilson was, it was a action RPG, uh, action RPG that had tons of options, just like skill the tree amount on skill tree. Yeah. So obviously you have your skill tree for your character, but that that's dwarfed by the skill tree that you have for each ability. So if you have favorite ability, you'll end, you'll end up with about 10 abilities of those, you can equip five. Of those five, I think four, or maybe all five. Maybe all five. Maybe all five you have equipped, you can specialize in. What that means is you can actually go into and start to tinker and fuck with it. And, uh, it, I mean, you can end up, I mean, you. John and I could both roll the exact same character and archetype and be completely different.
3: Yep, yep, play it completely. Yeah. Completely
1: how many archety- uh so There's four archetypes, and then that breaks down to like 12 uh, classes or more, 15 maybe. And so, uh, yeah, there is, I mean, options on options and options. And that's good. And not, I don't know if this is, this is probably a plus. I don't know. It's just me, it's an opinion or, or, or something to add. Um, everything's going to get wiped after this free weekend. And if I pick this up for 35, which I think it's probably worth it, um, I think I'd roll the exact same thing. Like, I'm enjoying my build so much, and John's enjoying his build yep. so much. You can respect, obviously, with something this many options. I, I don't know how easy it is. You did a little bit of respecting I tried playing with it, yeah, 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 just to see how it worked. Uh-huh. Uh, that's, that's my spiel. I mean, I had a really good time, but yeah, four, I, four hours straight on a folding chair. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
3: his butt was sore, so we got him yeah. a little pillow, he could sit. I mean,
1: he was sore before, ha <laughs> <laughs> ha no.
3: Um, No, I, I I enjoyed it as well. Like like he said, we enjoyed playing through Wolves, we enjoy our AARPGs. Um, I don't know how many people can play this. I assume up to four? I don't know. Yeah. I, yeah. It was just the two of us, um, and the pacing was really good, because sometimes it just gets like out of hand with all the options and skill trees and stuff like that, but in this, it kind of opens it up one skill at a time with one skill Mm -hmm. tree at a time and then you have your passives and so it kind of evolves as you move forward what i thought was a little disappointing is you might get new abilities but you're already kind of locked into your current set right yeah we had that
1: same problem with wolson because you start tinkering with your early abilities you get abilities later that which aren't necessarily good and they're definitely are better and they're not definitely not better because you haven't tinkered with them yet so you don't even want to risk the you trying it out, really? Right. I mean, I'll do it for a little bit, but unless it completely wows me, you know, I'm going to stick with my original set. So that's the downside of of this. Is there a cost to respec? Uh, no,
3: you can you can go in and respec certain things. You can only respec in town, yeah. um, and
1: then other things you can respec real time. Well, wondering. that takes some. Of the, yeah, that that gives the game longevity for sure. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah. So this is a rec- this is not a strong recommendation at. Uh, $35, but it is a recommendation at 45, uh, $35. And I would say, also, I'm not like an action RPG guy, but I like to play one about it every two years. But every two years, you know, you gotta feed that, that monster and uh, this this feeds so that monster. is
2: there any excitement for Diablo 4, which is coming out in early access? You have to pre-purchase it to get early access, but they're having like a, a closed beta pretty soon, I believe. Oh, really? I mean, yeah. I
1: have hope for Diablo, I really do. I think
2: I mean this is the first game that uh Blizzard has released. Uh, not Activision, but Blizzard has released in a long time and obviously it's Diablo three was one of the uh best selling video games ever. I totally hijacked this conversation towards Diablo, sorry about that. But uh, no, no, it's
1: a natural uh, as you're
2: talking about it, I'm I'm just being reminded more and more of um of Diablo four coming out. I, I'm I would, really interested to see what that game looks like. I'd probably wait.
1: Yeah, if I wouldn't go pay thirty five dollars for last e- uh, epoch until you know this comes out and see how it's um, how it lands. I don't think it's going to do anywhere near the Diablo three numbers, um, especially right off the bat. I, not even half. Not after say. the mobile game. Yeah, after the mobile game was, and not just that, but you know they've changed their whole direction of their company to something of a microtransaction company. So uh, I think people are expecting that. I do think it's a huge opportunity for them to uh, get back uh, a lot of hardcore PC gamers, but they probably won't do it because there's less money in that. So
2: yeah, as much as everybody complained about the Diablo Immortal mobile game, it still made a bajillion dollars. Yeah, that's that's exactly that's yeah.
1: exactly what I'm saying, dude. The like, draw's there. Yeah, the draw, they're going to make a bunch of money. They don't really have an incentive to keep the the old-school hardcore players happy. They don't, not monetarily. And, you know, it's a business's job to make yeah. money. It doesn't matter money. how
2: many redshirt guys there are. They're still going to continue down that path. Yeah. Sure. sure. <laughs> All right. Well, what have you been playing, John? You've been playing uh, VR on the PlayStation?
3: Yeah, yeah. So one of the things that uh, I pre-ordered and it just so happened to come in uh, literally the day before Emilio showed up was PSVR 2. So PSVR 2 launched on February 22nd, last Wednesday, Um, and I've been um, playing a ton of Gran Turismo 7. So um, I've really been enjoying that, customizing cars, going through tracks, playing through the main campaign of Gran Turismo 7. And one of the amazing things about PlayStation VR 2 is that it uh, they updated Gran Turismo 7 to be VR-compatible full game. So the entire Gran Turismo uh, 7 game is playable in VR. And I've also got the Logitech G29 wheel and pedals, which I've been playing. So um, it was really exciting to kind of from, you know, playing, looking up at a television, uh, to putting on a VR headset and actually sitting in the cockpit, looking around driving. It's, uh, it's crazy. Um, just a crazy feeling to, uh, be sitting in a car, taking a turn. You feel like your body's moving with the, um, moving with the movement of the vehicle and you're getting thrown about as you go around a turn stuff like that. It's definitely confusing. Um, but, uh, uh, the other part too is I've I've read that it all has also has some compatibility with PC right now. It's a drivers issue, but it would not surprise me if PSVR two um, ends up being something that you can utilize and hook up to your computer and run as well. Um, from a technology standpoint, the the headsets actually I would say top of the line, and what I mean by that is it has uh, uh, I believe it's ninety hertz. I'm not hundred percent certain on that OLED four K screens. And then it also has Toby Eye Tracking built in and does favited rendering. So for those who don't know, favited rendering basically it's only uh, doing high resolution imagery where your eye is looking and within a certain number of degrees around that focal point of your eye, everything else is generated at a lower resolution. So it's a lot less taxing on the hardware. So a very interesting uh, article I read is basically a PlayStation five with PSVR two is equivalent to one of the latest and greatest headsets. Take your pick for PC and a PC r- running with a thirty ninety TI, which is just insane to think about from a, you know, a cost
1: perspective. It's so so smart. And, yeah. and also like uh, weight wise. It, yeah. It doesn't weigh a, anything. It doesn't weigh anything like, um, so it has. Did you talk about the flaps? The really thin uh-uh, flaps. Uh. So it has. You know your standard like foam thing that goes around and touches all the way around. But attached to that are these like really thin. It's almost like a gasket. Uh, like a gasket, yeah, like a flimsy gasket. But which seems cheap actually, because like the cheapest things are made out of this material. But it's what it's only there to block out light. Yep. So you get no residual light from down uh even on my uh index i get light at my nose because i have a huge nose and it It fucking makes a lot of like (laughs) you know like a gap you know so light comes up from in there you you don't focus on it later on but uh better not to ever have it in the first place yeah so i think them doing that probably cut down on how much hardware they had to have in the thing light and made it lighter overall yeah it's really impressive
3: Yeah, right here is just showing the eye tracking. And basically, you go through a configuration or setup. And it's nuts because wherever you look your eyes, it knows exactly. You can watch on the screen. It's showing you where your eyes are going. And then it has a multi-camera setup because it's got six degrees of freedom relative to how it does the tracking of the actual handsets. Um, And then um, one of the other super interesting things relative to that is it does like a camera view of the real world and it's actually like helpful like you can kind of see the relative world it looks obviously like its a camera uh view but you can actually like move around and see what you're grabbing and
1: stuff like that so
3: um pretty pretty useful yeah
1: how many vr devices are in this basement uh 4 how many monitors five how many keyboards seven this is why i can live down here <laughs> this is why there's literally we're like, how I said, how are we going to do this stream? He had like three or four options
3: for us. We got lapel mics charging yeah. over there, and yeah, we got a lot, a lot of junk.
2: Wow, yep. <laughs> should move the studio out there. We'll That's all just true. move to Iowa. There you <laughs>
3: go, Keeper. sure.
2: Uh, oh, yeah, no, I, I know it. I, I have a friend who just moved to San Diego from Alabama, and he's questioning his decision yeah Yeah, it's rough
1: sticker talk, man
2: yep and it's it's kind of funny too because we've had like nothing but rain out here lately which is so unusual but uh yeah it does happen so i beat a game this week i finally beat immortality if you call it beating it i mean i watched all the clips finally and it's too bad days isn't here because we were going to have a spoiler discussion about this game, but that's okay. We can postpone that, maybe tag it at the end of, a, at the end of another episode. Um, but I will say this, though. I got through all the clips on the game. I had watched everything, and I was like, okay, I'm pretty sure I know what's going on here. Like, I, I kind of understand what's happening. But just in case I missed anything, I'm going to go on Wikipedia and read the plot summary just, just to make sure I, I got everything. And it turns out I missed a lot. There is way more going on here than I thought. Like I, I think what would have helped because you discover these clips out of order, which is cool. It's like one of the um, key parts of the game, and have been since her story, uh, Sam Barlow's original game, um, but. I think what would have helped is when I had seen all the clips if I had gone back to the very beginning and then watched them in order so I could see how everything ties together because it's kind of difficult to make the connections between what what's happening in these clips if you watch them too far apart. But uh it it's got it's got a whole lot going on and it all ties into the theme of immortality um and it's it is a great game. I I just got to restate that again. I know I do every time I bring this up, but Highly recommend it and looking forward to um, having a, a spoiler zone con- uh, uh, conversation with um, with Amanda about that.
1: Yeah, I think you should definitely like do your own. Just talk completely freely aside and then tag it on the at the end of an episode. I think yeah. that's the best way to do it.
2: Because that's really... Uh, I mean, you don't want this game spoiled for you. Like, it's, I do have a question. You discover it for yourself. Uh, yeah.
1: Bobby, did you feel... Like you didn't do your due diligence or did you feel like I got, what I, I got out what I put in? Like what, what did you feel when you found out that there was so much more?
2: Um, I, I thought it was kind of on me. I, the, I, I think the information is there, but I think I just didn't because it's a lot of footage. And I think Amanda, she beat it really quickly. She kind of skipped through the game really quick, maybe played it on fast forward, like some of the clips or like didn't watch entire clips and which you can do. And like you'll eventually get through most of the story, but then you'll miss a lot of details and especially watching it out of order. it. It makes it difficult. But as you discover the clips, it places them in chronological order for you. And it puts it on like a little film strip, like visually it lays it out on a film strip, which is kind of cool. So I think when you're done, you're supposed to go back and just watch it from beginning to end and then it really i mean it still is a little out of order because the movies are shot you know scenes are shot out of order but still you're seeing the intended chronological sequence and things would have made a lot more sense so had i put in the time to do that i think i would have picked up on a lot more um but i think also on top of that like there is a lot of stuff that's really like like we talked about last time you have to play some clips backward just to see hidden footage like there's a lot of stuff there that can be difficult to discover discover if you're not paying close attention. But overall, like, super
1: happy with when it. You, when you describe when like things are in the scene that you could just highlight and then it takes you to other scenes with that. I, I feel like I would just be clicking all around the screen and just jumping to things all the time, but I guess you don't get any of the detail of the context. So you can do that.
2: Yeah, you can do that. You can stop a scene halfway through and click on like a an ashtray and then it'll jump to another scene with an ashtray and it might jump to the middle of that scene. So now you've missed the last half of the first scene and the first half of the next scene. So um, it, it is possible just to miss things. But what I did, I watched every clip all the way through and then I would go back and I would click on things, which takes more time and you know some people may not be as as patient it's very it's it's very much like a like a christopher nolan movie like um if you watch any of his movies you know they they're very complex they're structured with a lot of complexity and they're just difficult to understand especially watching it the first time like you they kind of require repeat viewing even his very first film following back in the 90s like i watched that the first time thinking like you know maybe like he wasn't always like this maybe um like his earlier stuff will be a little a little less confusing no dude his first one right off the bat was just like a, a puzzle I like think a mental puzzle but yeah highly recommend this game immortality check it out is it on sale they're, they're having a mystery sale this week yeah it is on sale for um, fourteen ninety nine. That's a deal. Yeah, is it that on
1: Game Pass? No, it's on Netflix.
2: It's, mobile. Yeah, and I don't understand that. But Netflix, you get some games for free if you subscribe to Netflix. I don't. I think that's like a special app you need to download on a mobile device. I, we talked about this before, and I was just as confused last time. But ah, yeah, ah.
0: I'm <laughs> if pretty you, sure. If have, go ahead. If you have the uh, Netflix Chris. app on your PC, you can play it right through there. Like it'll have a little drop-down games, and I saw, uh, I forget the exact game, but it was, like, not anything to do with film, and it was, like, coming to Netflix games, and I was like, wait, what? This strategy game or whatever is coming to Netflix games? It seems so strange, but, yeah.
2: Mm. Netflix trying to horn in on the gaming business.
0: Well, they they already have massive amount of bandwidth,
1: right? Like, might as well make as much money as Mm -hmm. you can with that bandwidth.
3: So, Bobby, do you think this is, like, a game you could couch co-op kind of with someone where you'd kind of play through it together and talk through the scene like would that be i'm thinking about like for me and my wife is this something her and i could play together
2: christian yeah and i I think yeah yeah uh, yeah i think christian was asking about this too i think it could be a co-op experience or like a communal experience um like definitely because really all you're doing is just watching footage I mean, there's not a whole lot of, like, decision-making. You could say, like, oh, click on this or click on that or I think this is happening. But, yeah, I don't know. And it might be it might be better that way because, you know, I'll watch a movie with my girlfriend and she'll pick up on things that I don't pick up on and vice versa. Yeah. So yeah. you tend to get more out of stuff when you watch things together and one person's yeah. not on their phone all the time. <laughs> ah! <laughs> Personal dig. Yeah, points. no, I can't blame her. I mean, I'm watching, like... You know, like Sleepaway Camp 5. Like, I can't, like, you need to watch this entire thing. You have to pay attention now. <laughs> like, I understand you're going to tune out when I'm watching my garbage movies. So weird. <laughs> All right. So uh what else did we do? Uh, we went to a
1: friend of his house. I guess a thing that you can do in Iowa, Bobby. There's so little people that live here. You can buy... A piece of land and build a house wherever you want. It's just here you go. But Make it needs to house. be close
2: to a well or a spring, right?
1: Um, well, you can have water run out, right? Yeah, okay. yeah
2: they have a well, yeah. well. how do you get internet?
1: The thing is, is people. Well, here's a surprise. John's in like rural uh, part of. Well, I don't know if, if it's rural for Iowa. It's fa- it's fairly rural. Fair. For fairly rural. Just for- down the street is a bunch
3: of goats. Yes. Like, we went and saw the goats.
1: But for San Diego, this would be two hours from San Diego. Very rural. has fiber out here. It's yeah. It's crazy. Because, well, I don't know if it's true, but I had my theory that by the time they built these houses, uh, it was too late to get DSL- as a thing well they they could go
3: there's dsl available there's cable oh, there's... internet available what it is is a smaller company decide to compete with those larger companies wow. and how they did it is because they were able to work with local contractors to actually dig and run establish a, a fiber backbone and fiber internet to all the homes so what's actually super interesting is a lot, a lot of these more rural smaller cities because they weren't humongous and there wasn't any, mm. There was a lot less restrictions lot on less infrastructure concrete. and building, yes. So they were able to run fiber. So essentially, yeah. they've distributed fiber through a lot of the smaller towns.
2: Outside and fiber is of- a lot more common now, too. I mean, I'm yeah. seeing fiber everywhere. There, there's, AT&T is starting to advertise uh, five gigs down and up, too. But I don't think that's actually happening yet. And you can get fiber like straight through Wi-Fi with Wi-Fi 6 now. It's, it's insane. I, I,
1: it might be time to upgrade my mesh. Uh, my, uh, it doesn't matter. But I got to figure that all whole, whole out. Thank you. So,
3: so, so to to pull on this thread a little bit more. So I had prearranged with a buddy of mine to go over to his home. Um, and he's he's a big foodie. Him and his wife are, and they're great cooks. And I have been dry aging uh, a uh, a whole strip loin, New York strip loin for about 45 days, so then we've trimmed that out Friday morning, and then c- custom cut our own steaks, various thicknesses, stuff like that, and went over there at about four o'clock and just basically drank, hung out, cooked with them, had this world-class
1: uh, a steak meal uh, with them. This is what went into this sous-vide, I mean, to this uh, uh, steak. It was 45 days, John had to buy some steaks, <laughs> And put it into his dry-aging machine, time machine. And then for 45 days, uh, you also put um, good uh,
3: fat on it? Uh, there was duck fat What's on that? on the outside, and then I, I seasoned the inside of the dryer with mezcal, and then had a little container of mezcal in there.
1: So that that brings all the boys to the yard as far as bacteria, right? So you want the good bacteria on there, and they start doing their thing or whatever. And then we go. You you go upstairs and you trim it all up. He's like, "Hey, I'm gonna need some help." He tri- he did everything. Literally, I threw away scraps of bacteria. That's what I did. That was my job, bacteria guy. So then, from there, we have these perfectly cut 14 ounce steaks, something like that. And then, so we from there we go to the the friend's house. Then it's a two hour sous SUV. Okay, 45 minute, 45 day. 20-minute drive, two-hour sous vide. That's, you know, boiling in plastic, right, basically? it's it's a French cooking. Perfect, yeah. And then, and then a flamethrower for 15 seconds. I'm not kidding, guys. Like a fucking, like a, like a, at least a two-foot flame. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like a (laughs) flamethrower. Just really quick. And then we end up with this picture that I have here, which, it was, uh, one of the best steaks I've had in my life if not top two yeah I just don't I want to give I don't know what was one the top one. one it's pos I don't know I don't it's possible it's really good it adds its own flavors for
0: sure you just didn't want John's to be the number one.
1: oh no 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 I mean he already has the best basement I've ever been in gotcha, gotcha. yeah I don't want to build he's his he's ego good. I hear you that's yeah. me <laughs> um but yeah uh, yeah so Then we played uh, board games, and then you know we, being John, we brought fourteen board games (laughs) that weighed fifty-five pounds collectively. But don't worry, I'm built to carry things, and so I had no problem with that. But then we go in, and I was like, "Dude, let's do the most digestible one," because these I I don't know what their comfort level is. So we we went with Dungeon Mayhem, uh, Dungeon Mayhem, uh, Monster Monster Madness. Madness, but. What what I was confused is, um, does does it, do you get the original four decks with? I don't this think one? you do.
3: You don't because all the all the monster. werewolf one. The monster is in that one. All the monster madness ones have effects that affect larger groups because it's all intended uh-huh. for larger groups of people. The base game is only like up to four people
1: or six okay. or something. <laughs> yeah. So dungeon mayhem is four decks four or five decks of like D &D adventurers that fight each other and it's super simple you just do what's on the card it's very simple and uh because there's no order you just attack whoever you want and then that causes enemies and then and then it doesn't matter because it's a new game it's like they're very quick 10 minutes yeah, 15, 20. It depends. Yeah, something like that. And if then, you all
3: gangbang me at the beginning of it, it I'm out of game. A couple of
1: times. Yeah, yeah. I got,
3: my he, friends are a bunch of dicks.
1: Yeah. He got to play one card, one game, and he was dead. So there is that, but it doesn't matter because it's so casual. It doesn't matter because it was him, right? Um, and, but then they came out with this DLC, if you will, on this expansion pack, and it's all the monsters, a lot of the monsters. that are So yeah, there's a dragon, and there's a a beholder and there's a like, mimic. Yeah, but they're all like goofy versions of them. And yeah, you get this deck, it's like 40 cards and you just play if it forces the action. Uh you have to play a card every turn. You have to draw a card every turn. And some cards make you play more cards. And so you have you know, uh, at first we were trying to build up big, big combos, but apparently you have to play every turn, so we learned that. And uh, anyway, I uh, can't recommend it enough. It's just anybody who has a relative idea of how to play any game will pick this up very quickly. Yep. And it's fun yep. on top of
3: that. And this is also a little bit of a callback to DLG Con this last year because we also played it at DLG mm-hmm. Con. Yeah,
2: well, we so played so. a lot of that. Yeah, that was yeah. a really popular one. That and Magic, I think, were the two most popular games yeah. being played there. Yeah. Because it's great. Uh, it's great when you have a lot of people too. Like yeah. the more people, the better.
1: Congratulations, Serotonin, on winning our draft. Um, I uh, it bothers me to this day that you won that. <laughs> but congratulations!
2: Some pretty heated matches of uh, magic there. <laughs> the first year I remember, it was Smash Bros. Man, some egos were on the line with the Smash Bros. Playing. Like, <laughs> I feel like
1: uh, yeah. next year will be a lot. every year. I want to up the video game plane and down the. I mean, I love board games.
2: I do. I really do. Yeah, but, and there's very know. little opportunity to play board games. So, like when you have yeah. everybody together, it's it's great to be able to do that. But yeah, it would be nice if we could incorporate more more video games. Speaking of video games, we played a shit ton of
1: Guild Wars. Yep, Guild Wars two, uh, to be precise. So it's like. I was thinking to myself, what, let's all be honest here. The reason that we don't LAN anymore is because you sitting in your own chair, in your own monitor, with your own keyboard, and your own mouse and all that stuff, in your own environment, is more comfortable these days than it was back in the day. But back in the day, the internet was poop, and so you had to come to each other's house. Now, I'm like, okay, we're we're in a land setup for three days. What, what, what's gonna make me more feel the landiest? And we both had the first uh, the same idea, yeah, uh, an MMO, because that's those are the those are the games that I remember landing the most. And so we we downloaded New World, but we never played it. and we played Guild Wars 2, which you had never played. I've spoken about it on the podcast before. I guess, you, uh, what are your thoughts? I will say that the art direction is one of my favorite things about this game.
3: I, I really enjoyed it. So like you said, like I was totally feeling an MMO. I kind of thought World of Warcraft would be fun to jump into. but And, and um, New World was another one, like you said, that would be interesting to jump back into from the time we played. I had not played Guild Wars 2. I think I might have briefly played the original Guild Wars a long, long time ago, uh, post-WOW and and um, post-Everquest as well. But um, for me, it was actually a lot of fun. Like, I I do like that MMO battle rhythm and kind of what you do in the character development and playing with your buddies or playing with randos, that type of stuff. Um, The graphics, I thought, were, were very good. It actually ran pretty well on the hardware, Ran on on my setup and the laptop we had set up for you pretty well, which I was surprised with. Um, the gameplay was fun; it was pretty interactive. Sometimes you know it's just more button pushing than anything, or just you know starting up some of the auto attack things. But this actually has a little bit of interaction with the world and trying to you know actively dodge and move around that type of stuff as well.
1: It was a first foray into that stuff, man. When I saw when I saw like oh, there's a red circle, and you have to jump out of the red circle. Yeah. That was the first and a and a dodge mechanic or a roll. Roll. A roll mechanic that was put into the game. I remember being blown away. I was like, oh my god, do you have to avoid danger? Because like every MMO up until then it was just like kind of like um it was suggested that damage was coming and you could do a couple things, but nothing visually was changing and this was a big takeaway from that. Um I guess like the race selection is kind of limited. There's only five races, four or five races. And then uh, the classes, uh, do you remember? There was only a handful of classes, I don't yeah, remember. Yeah, it's, what it's pretty were. limited, but where the, uh, where the flavor comes in, or the, the the different options come in, is your weapon. Mm-hmm. When you change your weapon, Your entire loadout changes. So if you have a dagger and you're a necromancer, you have necromantic dagger abilities. So they're like, whatever. Whatever they might be, I'm not going to go over them. But then if you move to a staff, you'll have more, let's say, dagger is more focus fire, and we'll go to a a staff, and that's more AoE style. So And you can have them both on hotkeyed. So you can... If I'm dealing with an AoE ability, you know, you just stand, stand a little bit. You're limited. You can't. Uh, I think it's like six seconds. You have to wait between switching, and then um, yeah. So I don't know. I if you ever feel like this playing an MMO, this is free. Yeah, you get a ton of content. At no point, even after four or three five hours, hours three, four or five hours, did we. Uh, it, it always says like. Activate full at the top left corner. But I was like, why? It wasn't even, I thought it was going to be like inventory room or whatever. Maybe there's a hard wall we were going to hit after four or five hours, but we didn't hit it. Yeah,
2: well, There is an expansion that... There's um, two.
1: Yeah, they try to sell you.
2: Yeah, there's some expansions. I I played this on release. I actually really liked Guild Wars 2. You know, nothing will ever compare to WoW for me. But I, I really did enjoy Guild Wars 2 because it was... Le- you get XP for doing anything. Um, yeah, yeah. And, and WoW eventually moved there. Like, you can level up just doing battlegrounds or, like, doing crafting or something or, or professions. But um, Guild Wars 2 was definitely ahead of the curve on that. and was just like, you just do what you want and you get XP. And the other thing I also liked about it was the comboing. So when you're playing with people... You'll have some moves that create like an area effect, and then if somebody else casts something in that circle, then it has some sort of cumulative effect or some sort of synergy with that. I can't th- remember any specific examples, but I thought that was that was really cool um,
1: awesome. to that point but yeah that sounds awesome um but to to what you were saying uh thank you for reminding me uh it's like they want they spend all this time making this world. They want to make sure you're going to look at it. So they have these like vantage uh, points, vantage points
2: and, very high point.
1: and not, not just like, Oh, here's a rock standing on top of the rock. You usually have to like figure out how to get to this vantage point, which is fun. It's a little platformer. And you're like, we couldn't figure out some of them. Nope. And we're like, we're like, fuck it. We'll, we'll do it <laughs> later. Of course we're not. But, um, yeah you it's like a little mini game and you get to the top of this building and you're like and then it goes to a cut scene and then you uh you see the whole area. another big thing that was novel for them is the voice acting there was it's all voice acted like yeah all them not even major even the medium to major uh quests all voice acting you get a cut scene which is like a cartoon cutscene, but still like it's all ton of work went into this game, and it shows and it still shows to this day, so I could def- definitely recommend it for free and uh I think you might be pleasantly surprised how an old game could still um uh, i don't know kick the can in the right direction yeah it was it was fun it was a super good game absolutely yeah. same here yep I got a peggy again shocking shocking Sh- i don't know what
2: that- shocker <laughs> uh. Awesome, man. Awesome. All right. Well, the last thing that we've got to talk about is my new computer. So I, yeah. I did it, man. I pulled the trigger and I bought um, parts for a new computer, not a prebuilt doing it the old fashioned way. I, I've had my eye. I mean, for years, I've been like watching, uh, watching parts or uh, prices of parts and stuff. And there were a lot of parts that I had wishlisted that were just on sale and it seemed like it was a good time to buy it. I'm still kind of like, why did I even do this? My computer, which I've had for five years now is running perfectly fine. I mean, it does have some issues. It it is a little old. I got a 1080. It's, it's, it struggles with some games, even deep rock galactic. When things pick up, I'll dip down to like 30 or 40 frames a second because you know, I've got an ultra wide monitor. Um, but it's, it's exciting to build a new PC, man. Like it's just, it's fun. I I enjoy doing it. It's, it's been five years. So I thought, whatever, dude, like what else am I going to do with this money? Like I'm going to invest it or like pay off my mortgage or something. Like I've been doing that for like with all my spare money for years now. It's like, let's, let's have a little fun here. So I've, Oh, Whoa. Hold on. This is fun. No way. dude. I've been, whatever
1: this is, this is where I've been trying to push the towards. <laughs> Obviously you wanted small spurts, but at least you you gave in one time, man, and that's a big step.
2: Yeah. Well, and I I gave in a lot too. I mean, the price of this computer what? is uh it's almost what I spent on Heroes of the Storm <laughs> over all those years. Wow. It's a lot of money. Uh yeah, the total ended up being around 3200 bucks. Nice. This. Yeah, it's quite a build. It's got the I9 13, uh, uh thirteen nine hundred, so like the latest Intel processor. I am gonna go with air cooling. So this was a big debate with me. Like I I thought I was gonna do like a triple rad cooler and I was I did so much research on which ones are gonna fit in the fractal design torrent case that I'm gonna get. And then I decided at the end of the day, you know what, I'm just gonna go with the Noctua NH D fifteen. It's their like premier flag trip flagship CPU cooler. It's a great cooler. They got a new version of it coming out at the end of this year, but I didn't really want to wait. So I, I got that. And of course, everything's just jet black, no RPG, just um, just blacked out entirely. Um, DDR5 RAM going with 64 gigs this time. This is the first time I'm going to go with that much RAM. I've always done 32, but I think that'll be helpful because I've found that computers, they just use whatever RAM you have. Like you could have 16, 32, like the more you give it, the more it uses. Plus I run a lot of virtual machines. So it's helpful when I've got to allocate memory to those, Uh, that'll be helpful. Um, I got a great deal on some 18 terabyte hard drives. I'm getting two of them, got them for 270 a piece. Pretty good deal. I know like. The 30 terabytes and the 50 terabytes are coming out later at the end of this year. I mean, who knows how much those are going to be, but it, it'll make the prices go down. But that's always the case with storage. Like, things are always progressing. And not so much with computers these days. I feel like things have stabilized a little bit or with other computer parts. But with hard drives, it's just there's always something, like, bigger and better right around the corner. So it doesn't matter when you buy. Now, the graphics card, I was going to go with the 7900 XT, like 850 bucks really good graphics card keep in mind i'm upgrading from a 1080 so anything's an upgrade at this point but i did find an asus rtx 40 uh 4080 at msrp 1200 bucks so i was like you know what man like i've just i've been with nvidia for so long i'm used to that my monitor supports g-sync let's just let's let's stick with that and the performance is better even though i personally think it's a little overpriced um it's going to be, it's going to be crazy, man. I I don't know what game I'm going to run. Like I'm going to have to buy some fancy new game. Maybe I'll load up a uh, cyberpunk or something just to see how it looks, but, um, it's going to be, it's going to be a whole new experience. Now, what I didn't think about is I, this is the longest I've gone, not only just with the same computer, but with the same operating system, I tend to, um, reinstall my operating system a lot, but I haven't done that in a long, long time. So it's kind of a mess, man. Like I've got so many things that I got to back up. Uh, things like stupid things like my save files for Far Cry 2 or something like that. You know, like the games that don't have uh, uh, Steam Cloud Sync or whatever it's called. Um, you know, I've got uh, Star Wars uh knights of the old republic and jedi knight 2 or uh, dark forces 2 jedi knight i've got those with all the mods and everything configured exactly how i like it i don't want to have to do all that stuff again Dai Katana. so i'm just like backing up all these games just zipping them up and throwing them on my google drive now and uh, i'll have to replace all all those but i'm sure i'm gonna forget something and, and regret it but oh well because the only thing i'm not replacing on this is my power supply so i've got an 850 watt platinum evga power supply that i bought with my last build it's about five years old and if you get yourself a good power supply you shouldn't need to replace that for like a decade or two like those things are just um, they're, they're solid yeah like they they're built to last and my only concern is like nowadays these graphics cards require so much juice they're saying you need these big bad like these big, huge power supplies to support them. But with the 4080 and all the other equipment, I think the 850 is going to be all right. Um, According to what I've looked up, it looks like it's going to be okay. But hopefully that's the case because I don't want to spend another 250 bucks on a power supply. But yeah, man, it's going to be a process. Like I should have all the parts in, at the latest by march 8th so you know i'll probably be building it around then and because i'm using the power supply for my old machine like i've got to get everything backed up i mean i guess i could you know i could hook up the nvme and plug it in there and transfer stuff if i needed to but i'm going to have everything like ready to go shut down the old computer that one's gone for good set up the new one and then and then um And yeah, and then we'll see how it goes. But I don't know what I'm going to do with my old computer, man. I usually just sell the parts on eBay, but I don't really know how much I'm going to get for these. But uh, we'll
0: see. Give it to a young person who plays Minecraft, you know. Yeah, there you go. That's someone in a PC gaming who's, uh, you know, 12 or 13. (laughs) Good to me, though.
1: Hey, so even if your power supply is not, like, uh, what you need and you have to get something else, I like this new fuck it, Bobby. Like, (laughs) fuck it, Bobby. (laughs) it?
2: We'll just get get a new fucking – get two of them, two of the same one. (laughs) double it up. Uh, Maybe it's because I'm turning 40 in April, man. Maybe I'm just – Midlife
1: crisis. Midlife crisis. This is your Porsche. This is your midlife Porsche. This
0: is the Porsche. Bobby, (laughs) I know someone who's really good at carrying – I think you should let Emilio help you build this computer, the two of you together, Ah! you know. Oh, my. (laughs) (laughs) I I watched a video once a long time ago, and uh, I know Emilio to be – Uh, A great holder of RAM.
1: (laughs) Very things upstairs. He did super well here. Yeah. Carried a lot. Yeah. (laughs) His his, uh, wife kept telling me, like, no, I got it. And I was like, no, I got it. I could only do one thing well. And it's carrying (laughs) from here to there. Uh, That's awesome, dude. I'm fucking stoked for you. Yeah, that's super cool.
2: Yeah, it's always exciting to build a new computer. Yeah, it's... um, always looking for an excuse to do it. And you know, I I helped uh, uh my my friend stepson build build his a uh, few weeks ago and that was uh, when you build a computer it really gets in you gets you in the mood to do it again. So I think that experience kind of kicked me into it. Plus the, everything just lined up with the price. Like even though it was a lot of money, like it was cheaper than it it had been in a long time. I mean, I got the RAM for like a like I think I spent 240 bucks on four sticks of RAM for that DDR5. I can't wow. beat that, man. Like it was just the prices were just right. New was having a big sale, so I got a lot of it off of uh off of New Yeah. I may um I may even go ahead and upgrade my uh microphone too. And I do what Days did and get the sure SMB, you know, really, really get this where it needs to be because I don't know, man. I've never liked the microphone that I have. I don't think it sounds very good.
1: I don't like your earbud situation, man. I don't know why I, it bothers me. That's that the one thing to... I do like. Oh, if I oh, changed
2: my oh, microphone oh, situation because oh, oh, I play. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> oh, no, so I was your ears, say... but it's my opinion. <laughs> First of all, they're wingtip, dude. I only do wing tip on the earbuds. I can't do like the plug your ear thing. I hate that. Um but these plug right into my microphone, which is super convenient because I don't have a cord going all over my desk. And it's super annoying. So this is just like perfect. And I, I'd miss that. I'd really miss that if I upgraded to something else. I don't think the Shure SMB7 has that.
1: So it has a 3.5 jack connect right Still out easy. of
2: the Oh, yeah. What are we using here, John?
1: Uh, this is a Yeti, Yeti X.
2: Oh dude, the Yeti! That was our first podcast, Mike. We used to huddle around it like three of us and yell at that thing. Oh, oh man, three of us
1: and a motorcycle
2: and a motorcycle oh, and, wow. and, and the southbound uh, and the southbound eight hundred five or whatever that freeway was, the ninety four. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, the ninety four west. <laughs> oh man, all right, but yeah, that's it for me, dude, man. For I someone. seriously. I, it's like you're having a kid. Yeah. It oh, it yeah. Yeah. Congratulations are in order, dude. Yeah. Muscle top. Congratulations <laughs> to the big dick boy is what it looks like. It's a big dick boy. Dude, this case is going to be huge. The case actually just came in this morning. I grabbed it. It's, um, it. it's the Torrent Fractal Design. I don't think I've had a case this big in a long time. The last time I built my computer, I was really big on quiet. Like everything's going to be quiet. And I went with a Corsair... Um, 400 q it's already got the padding on the inside and it was really quiet but the thing right off the bat just ran super hot very very hot my computer has always ran hot it's been running like that 24 7 for five years so apparently it's not too bad but are you sure that heat doesn't somehow lubricate things because that thing is a beast
1: that hasn't fucking fucked up yet
2: yeah dude it's incredible i'm gonna be sad to get rid of it but um I don't know. This new one, this fractal design case is just like, it, it was either this or the Land Cool Mesh 3, which just came out. But um, it's just one of the best cases for cooling that you can get. God, cases have made so much progress in the last years i remember building a computer like in the mid 2000s and they're like cheap pieces of plastic like i i remember i had this cool one that had like blue leds and it had this alien head uh, fan grill and i thought it was so cool but like they were not designed for like optimal cooling or the, we hadn't really we, we didn't understand the science of a lot of that stuff in cases yet i guess or they weren't really designing cases with that in mind it's just they're so much better these days, and cable management. Oh my god, it's so much better. Not Ugh. just that,
1: dude, but it's like uh, what sells best? Because a computer case is not something you go out to fucking somewhere and you're like this is the one I want. It's like definitely an internet buy. And yeah, then what sells internet buy? Photographs. What's what? Bet, what fucking photographs sell? The ones with alien blue alien heads, bro. <laughs> Those are the best ones.
0: Uh, oh, but, dude. You know,
1: builds john has a 75 percent build uh maybe well how many computers are in this room uh one two three four five six okay so (laughs) six computers are in this room uh one of them is a half build it has i feel like i might be wrong here i'm going on a limb you went with looks first because it already has decals it's called the stormtrooper custom paint it's black and white custom paint but it doesn't work. Uh,
3: it's not <laughs> finished. Yeah, I don't have any time. So don't do not do what I've done, Bobby, is c- accumulate parts over, like, the course of two years and get, like, 60% done with your build and really have nothing to show for it. I was really hoping to have my new build done because I've had the parts for now probably three months, and uh, I, I, don't, I didn't have it done.
1: And, Bobby, you probably know about this more than I do, but uh, I had never seen a vertical uh, GPU graphics matter. card. Yeah. So his graphics card. Uh, yeah, that's one. a hot new thing. <laughs> yeah, and I, it looks good. I, I like mm-hmm. it. I, just, I didn't know that that was a thing at all.
3: Yeah. It's, my, it's my first custom Waterloop build, Bobby. I don't know
2: if you've ever... Water Waterlooped? loop <laughs> yeah i used to do a lot of water cooling back in the day but not not recently anymore but yeah the custom ones that can get really expensive but they look fantastic yeah. i i started doing the all in one um yep. the pre-built loops like really early on like i was an early adopter of those corsair uh ones for the yeah. cpu coolers and that's what my computer's running right now actually it's yeah. got like a corsair h75 or h80 but yeah, dude, I, I really liked those. And then after that, I never really bit, went back to the custom, custom water loop.
3: Yeah. But. Yeah. I, I did the same. Once I got the all in ones, I, I really enjoyed using them. And I comically, I, I've never heard your actual case. I have the same exact case. Because oh, I want the same reason. Yeah, the stealthy sound to it with the insulated walls. Yeah.
2: Yep. Nice. Your electricity bill must be outrageous, dude. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
3: so we were talking about bills, too, because obviously in Iowa versus San Diego, San Diego it's different. And Amelia mm-hmm. has been looking at investing in Tesla solar panels. So that was another hot topic this weekend. But so to your point with the toys plus the snakes, our electricity bill in Iowa runs between 300 and $400 a month and then what was really interesting um is that like our gas bill even in the winter time which is the primary source of heat is gas it's like 30 40 bucks and Emilio pays what you said like 100 for gas?
2: Yeah. Well, they SDG&E, just San Diego Gas and Electric. Sorry. Oh. <laughs> I say that like everyone knows what it is. But our gas and electric company out here just raised prices on gas because they're trying to get everybody on electric. And I think they're having like a town hall meeting about it or something soon. I got a letter about it. But yeah, it's kind of like a hot button issue right now, the whole gas thing. Our, our gas prices are outrageous. That doesn't affect me like at all. I never use my stove. I, I don't really use gas, but... My electricity bill, as small as my place is, it still is about 70 bucks a month.
1: That's because you don't turn off your fucking
2: computer, dude. That's true. The computer stays on all the time. Yeah. Here's here's what's hilarious about this. I'm going to end on this. My fridge broke like six weeks ago. I have not replaced it yet, but I did buy this $3,000 computer. (laughs) So priorities, folks. Yeah. I I can live without a fridge. I can't live without a computer.
1: I think there's a lot of hardware nuts that were like waiting for this episode for a long time. This is good,
2: yeah, we don't talk a lot of hardware on this podcast.
1: <laughs> Not a lot of opportunities to do it. Well, it's hard when the other guy is like, "I don't know what you're talking about, like I always felt when you <laughs> hardware, although I really loved your rundowns, dude. It might be time to bring those back. Your rundowns about settings yeah, maybe.
2: I, I don't know. <laughs> Uh, All right. Well, I think that's everything we got to talk about here. We do have a few subs. I want to shout out King Tyron. He gifted four subs. Thank you so much, man. We appreciate it. He's been uh, been gifting those subs a lot, man. Been coming through lately. I think he's doing equal uh, shitting
1: on Nick and also also being charitable at the same Uh, time.
2: Yeah, dude. He's been gifting subs the last two weeks. We haven't had Nick in the last two weeks. I don't know.
1: (laughs) Coincidence? Would it be more profitable?
2: Okay, never mind. All right, all right. All right. So let's not even go there. Okay. And then 34 months for, here we go, folks. Vieux Mo I hope, I hope I got that right. God bless you. Yeah. We all know him as Nyanko in, in discord, but that's his uh, Twitch name. Yeah. Oh, I know it's you Nyanko. He's putting his name in chat. I know it's you. Uh, All right. And I don't think we have any listener questions, folks. So I think that's an episode. Is that two weeks with you lazy fucks not sending in fucking listener
0: questions? (laughs) All right. I'm going to just start having to make my own. All right. I see where we're at. Uh, Dude, that's what I've done for a long time. When you make listener questions, you got to make the name of the asker something that uh, is difficult for someone to pronounce. Just keep that in mind.
1: Okay. Also, um, has anybody checked on Morconius?
2: Is he okay? <laughs> is that, is that- <laughs> oh man. Yeah, we should uh we should call across his local area and have a safety check on him, just make sure everything's all right. I think it's we snow. haven't got a listener question from Morconius, and we usually get
0: five a week and we haven't right. heard from this guy. It so snowed we're like concerned. twelve feet in Vancouver, dude. Maybe he's just stuck in his home. Maybe, it doesn't usually just snow under snow. Yeah. Sure. Could be. Oh uh, man. All right.
2: What's everybody playing next week? I I said last week I was going to play the Darkest Dungeon Two demo. I got it. I loaded it up, but I have not played it enough to talk about it. So I'm going to follow through on that and should be talking about Darkest Dungeon Two next week. Eighty
1: percent of the demos that I had not played, and I uh, and Nextfest had expired. They also expired with Nextfest. Next
2: so, like, mm-hmm. and same and, with Darkest Dungeon 2, but you can still lot. get access through Epic Game Store. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah. If you pre purchase on Epic Game Store, because it's going to come out there first and then maybe eventually Steam. I'm not sure how they're doing it, but
1: in a lot of ways, I feel
2: like Returnal was built for me.
1: Um, so, I'm just going to really try to dig into it, even if it's flawed in some ways, or like everybody complains about the same thing. Um, that the progression is it's it's hard it's a hard fucking game because you start from square zero every single time but um, that's my f- roguelike is my form of hard um, and souls like is john's f- form of hard so uh, mm-hmm. yeah I, I really want to play more and the co-op is so seamless it's good it's really good yeah now did that work on the steam deck for you uh, I did not try to run it. Oh, I did play some Steam Deck uh, just really quickly. First time playing Soul Stone Survivors on there. I think I played it the entire time. I only played yeah. one game. Yeah, I've done it. It's long. like that's all you need. Yeah. It's like, Soul Stone Survivors. It's, it's the perfect deck game. Yeah, for me, um,
3: I'm, I'm actually flying out tomorrow morning for a work trip and then flying back on Thursday, which for me is a fantastic time to put some games on the Steam Deck that... Um, I haven't played or that I've been itching to get back into. I'll be honest Bobby, uh, you're making me want to get back into Monster Train so I might have to throw that on there and and start Mm. playing that based on how
2: much you've been talking about. Have you played the DLC yet on Monster Train?
3: I I have. What was really interesting was that on the Switch, they had put that DLC in one of the updates earlier on so all that gameplay and everything is in there. I haven't played it on PC yet. So I haven't played on Steam Deck. So.
2: Nintendo
1: does everything very strange. Yeah, weird. Well, it's different than what we're used to. Uh, It's not strange, I guess. But, like, uh, uh, Binding of Isaac has just the base Binding of Isaac, the only one you can buy, has things you can't find on PC, has some of the DLC content, but not all of it. It's like this weird point that they decided was this is what is best for the Switch. And they left out everything else, even though some of that is paid content. It's very, very strange. And then Repentance, which was the end-all, be-all DLC, not available on Switch. Very strange. But Nintendo is very controlling, and it's worked out for them over the years.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: Yep. Uh, Christian, I'm always curious to what you're going to delete this week. Because you can't control yourself. <laughs> <laughs> uh
0: back on the battletech train, so shooting max. Oh we've
1: noticed. Yeah. We've noticed. While we were playing playing seventeen hours of e- last epoch, guess what? Who is right there co pilot? Battle It's so good. Yeah. I'm glad you're enjoying it, man. And there's a DLC, yeah?
0: Yeah, there's two DLCs and I was looking into it, but oh man. I don't wanna I have to weigh my life's responsibilities with how much I'll be able to ignore them with like new content. I'm more, I'm getting to the end, I think, of BattleTech, which will be a nice to try something else. Mm-hmm. Also, I got a random text. Eatless Beef sometimes randomly texts me, and he's like, "Do you want to play BattleTech while I'm playing it?" I'm like, "Dude, it's uh, I don't know. You guys get random texts from listeners?
1: I forget that it was. Uh, I forget that it was
0: multiplayer. It's multiplayer." Yeah, and I feel like that's a big component of the game because the AI, after oh, wow. a while, you can uh, kind of guess what the strategy they're gonna do. But yeah, it would be super interesting to play with someone real.
2: Huh?
1: Do I get random texts from listeners? Yes, everybody wants to fuck me, dude. I'm the I'm the fuck boy on the episode. I don't know. Okay. Uh, um, and with that, uh, speaking for Christian, Robert Digital, uh, JP Diddy. And for Ender's Logic, go ahead. Iowa
0: Titties. Hey! Do-do-do. Oh, yeah, it's going.
1: <laughs> that do doo doo is going to sound so much better once you build a new rig. <laughs> <laughs> so much doo doo. Oh, yeah. Maybe I didn't need a fifth drink.